Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I'm Nikki Glaser. I am in St. Louis. Andrew is in St. Louis. We are in the same building. We are not in the same room. Because we are not getting along. No, it's not that. It's uh, COVID issues. Um, and then Noah is in Arizona. It is Wednesday. That's how I say it in my head every time I write it, so that I say it, mm-hmm. write it right. Wednesday is a hard one. So, like when you're a little kid learning things. And Tuesday's yeah. not easier either. Tuesday, you would just think it's T U S when you're a little kid. I would always say T-W-O-S. No? Oh. Have you ever seen the the TikTok where they're like, uh, they hold up cards for a girl to say, and they're like, TWI, and she's like, Twee, they're TWA, Twa, and then they're TWU, Twu, and then TWO, she's like, Two, and everyone laughs, she's like, Two, what, Two, <laughs> and then you really examine it, you're like, well, Two is such a weird word to spell it that way. There's no other TW words that just go... Two? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Tot, twat, tot. 
No. It's all twist. No. No, I know. Tw- uh, I, I think they just ran out of... I think I think T.O. and T.O.O. was first. Mm. And then they were like, well, we got to... You could do they, T.O.U. They they, or they could have not T-O-O-O. done two. It could have been any word. It could have been... Um, <laughs> two. Gip. It could have been one, gip, three. I don't know like, why, why they're is... not having three letters and things. What do you mean? Why not T-O-O-O? Three vowels. What? Just three letters. I mean, it's a, le- it's a letter, too. Why don't we just do... I mean, that's what I, I was... Uh, I, I had written in my phone. You know how sometimes you write like a joke idea or whatever? And I just have tired with 37 Ds. And I remembered, I, I keep going, what does that mean? Tired with 37 Ds. And then I realized it was like part of my joke making fun of young girls and how their Instagrams do that little thing where they're just like, they just like twitch a little bit and like the, the hair falls in their face. And it's it's like a boomerang, but it's even, a, it's a microsecond. It's not even a, it's not, a boomerang's like a full second. These are like micro. And then they always write like, I'm tired with like 37 Ds. <laughs> and 37 Ds is also the size of their bra. <laughs> and but then like, they go vi- viral for it. And then people are like, dude, it's like genius. But yeah, there, there is something about writing multiple letters in a thing that conveys tone via texting you know yeah i feel like when people um i'm tired write write out, write out okay mm. not just do k i don't know okay I, why yeah or like uh, the o and k which one seems more passive aggressive to you <laughs> okay without an exclamation mark is hell it's the ma'am of affirmative <laughs> answers. Okay, spelled out too makes it feel. It makes it feel like a grade school teacher. Like it just seems so grammatically correct. Okay, because that is how you spell okay. <laughs> Avi always writes out okay in our messages, and I always read it like okay. Yeah, that's I know. Really funny mad at me. We give so much tone to things. Yeah, like I just wrote. My assistant is having to change like a million flights because of just me canceling my LA trip and everything. And um, it's like her job now is just like calling airlines and saying like, we didn't mean to book that flight. Can we get a refund? And um, she had to do it again this morning because I found a cheaper flight somewhere that was not available yesterday. And I just wrote back to her, fuck, like, God, this is your job now. Like, you, I'm so sorry. And she just goes, what's wrong? Because so it's like, oh, no, no, I just meant like I was just like sharing your consternation that you probably have and she's like oh, okay and so i just made things worse by being like fuck because she thought something on my end happened how do you feel about voice memos um i'm a fan in the sense that things don't get lost in textlation yes you know so you can there's kind no tone of, uh, there's no tone in text guessing and usually people go to the worst tone possible um, yeah Unless you add an LOL and an emoji. There's so many times I add an LOL when there's not no need for an LOL. But the thing is, like an LOL end. doesn't mean laugh out loud anymore. It just means don't read this in a sarcastic or aggressive yes. tone. Yeah. That's what it means. It's almost like the italics of, it's just a way to like, or, or an exclamation mark really does that too, I think. Yeah. But LOL makes it, 
so gentle. Thank God for LOL. I mean, we can roll our eyes about like, oh, it's not really laughing out loud, but that's what it is. It's just a shortcut to be like, I come in peace. It's like, um, it's the same way a when you flag. honk at someone and you either go, ah, or you go like, wah, wah. You know? yeah, yeah, that's a fun little honk. That, no one's ever it's been so shot for a honk. When you get, like, if you have a, like, like, can you just move like a little, like, it's the difference between, excuse me, and someone in line and go, oh, excuse me. The problem is, though, is either A, they won't hear the ha-ha, so then you got to go ha-ha again, and then you got to go another ha-ha-ha-ha, and then they lose their mind, because it's like seven ha-has. Yes. Which equals one huge ha. Yeah. I hate getting ha-ha at no matter what. I mean, I, usually they're right because I'm checking my phone and when I'm at a stoplight. Yeah. And they're probably in a hurry when they want to get their .07 seconds earlier than they would if I wasn't checking my phone. But they're right. Yeah. And I always kind of look up and I go, oh my God, you're right. And then I'm kind of embarrassed when they drive past me. And then they're embarrassed when I get right next to them at the next light. You know, uh, the rules of the road. Um, rules of the road man you forget you all feeling? about it when when you live in new york city you forget oh, yeah like driving and like just rules of the road like just i don't mm. know it's interesting that you, i went 10 years without a car like in my 30s that's weird i love driving so much it's the best i miss it um i, I used to get panic attacks driving though on the highway sometimes in florida like i don't know um well you were getting but, panic attacks for everything kind of I got panic yeah. attacks, uh, like ride, not you know my version of that. I don't want to. It's not the same as other people's, but like yeah, riding in cars and not having control. But but you driving yourself, that would be horrifying to get a panic attack oh. while you're in control of a heavy machine. Almost like Bo I, Burnham saying he gets panic attacks while he's on stage. You go, how could that happen? See, one time I got, oh, not one time, multiple times. Yeah, on the highway. So then part of you wants to get off the highway to get rid of it. And the other mm. party wants to drive faster to get home quicker. But Didn't that's you get not one safe. on a bridge once? No, that was Truman uh, Show. That might have been Truman Show. <laughs> Did you ever <laughs> was see that the, when Truman I was in the Truman Show? Oh my god, yeah. that is the that's my one of my favorite movies. I have to remember that next time people are like, "What's your favorite movie?" Do you ever like s- just struggle to remember anything that is your favorite when people seem to ask you for it every All time? The time. Right? Yeah, yeah, we we struggle with that on the show when we do best best worst up top first one, up. One. Yeah, you can't even think of the top one. Yeah, bottom and one. it's one of my favorite segments. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> on, yeah. on, what's your on, top uh, one, bottom one, top one, bottom one? I just want to give a shout out to the besties <laughs> on Reddit who posted oh God, a thread yes. about all of our top one, bottom one, <gasps> saying it would be oh. a great board game. Oh, and they put what it all together. Thing. Yeah, and they put it all together, and like I have it in a spreadsheet, but it's all spread out. But to like see it together, I love them. It's really so, cute. Like I don't go on Reddit, and I'm sorry that I don't get to go over to our thing. It's just to protect myself in case one douchebag says something wrong, and it sucks that I. But you know that I'm in so many communications with besties on my DMs, and that I feel like I am. I am accessible to you guys. Um, if, if you really need me, I always will be. Um, I love uh, the posts we got on that you reposted that I hadn't seen yet on our Nikki Glazer pod Instagram. No, I'm guessing you reposted the people with the merch, mm-hmm. like doing little dances and like so proud to be wearing the merch. It really touched me uh, in a way that like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. 
it's different than I've been having fans for almost 20 years now. And it's just a different, it's just different. It feels so good. It's so cute. And I know what that feels like to be a fan of a show or like, um, just, you know, two, three people. Like, I just, I know what it's like. So it, um, I guess it hits different. It's just so sweet. So thank you to everyone who bought merch and thank you to everyone who, you know, participates in spreading the word of the, the show, spreading the good word. Spreading that good word. I mean, we met a lot of besties this past weekend, Austin, um, which we couldn't do meet and greets in Austin because it was a festival. So I apologize to any besties that were there. Um, and then uh, we saw some in the that drove by us late at night. Remember that, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. A little drive by shout out. That's always fun. And then yeah. um, Dallas. While they're peeling off, doing something good. In Houston. <laughs> no, they weren't peeling. <laughs> they peeled a little. It was a little peel. No, we met some really good uh, good fans and, and sweeties um, out there. And I meant to remember their names. And I remember faces, though. And it's just nice. Um, it's, it's cool when, like, you don't expect, like, someone to be a fan. And then you're like, really? What? Like, yeah. how did we end up in your life? Wait, like, Who was that so girl st- that was first in line in Dallas? What was her oh. name? She um. was fun. Oh, she yeah. was she so was, funny. I she mean, was that like, was. She was like, "What happened?" Oh my god! I'm like, she's such a huge fan. What, she she starts out. What did, I mean, Andrew? Do you remember what it started out as? It started out as like, "Oh no, this girl's gonna be trouble." But then it quickly turned into, "No, she is just excited, and I love her energy." And she was saying she's referencing a lot of inside jokes. She was by herself, or maybe she was with a friend, but her no, friend had, had like friend. removed herself yeah. from the situation to be not <laughs> yeah. embarrassed because she was freaking out. And she's like, "No, Andrew, you need to get in this picture too because Andrew's taking pictures." What, it, Andrew? Do you remember what she said? She was I just all over the place, but she's like, yeah. "I love you, Brenna. Kisses, Brenna. I love you. Oh, I love the show so much. Oh hand my drip. god, ham drip, ham drip, like." Yeah, a lot of hand drips. We yeah. get a lot of hand drips. Like just sometimes they'll like whisper it so oh, no one else I knows. I remember she had the curse cur ever. Oh, what was it again? She she had a oh my god. This was my favorite cur I've ever heard. <laughs> Cause it involves cur. It's like a, an inception cur. So she would listen to our podcast in front of her ex-boyfriend, I believe is what the case was. And she or no, she would say cur around her ex-boyfriend. She'd yeah. call it things out for being cur in front of him. Not things that he was doing, things that she would see. And he never asked what it meant. <laughs> you don't know what cur means, yet your girlfriend's using this. You are trying to act like you might even know it or you don't care. That was so cur. I fucking loved that cur so much. And then she was calling herself cur about something. And I go, no, you are not. Oh, no, there was something she did that was kind of cur. That... Maybe it was in the audience that night or something. She was like, and I was cut in this way. And I was like, yeah, that is cut. But like, but it was so funny to me that, because I've done that before where I'm trying to get my boyfriend's attention. Not my boyfriend now, but like, you know, other boyfriends. He's the only boyfriend I've ever had. So it's always him. Um, (laughs) uh, No, I've tried to like get their attention by doing something. And then they don't pick up on it. And you're like, cut. Like, you know, this thing is like, you've never heard of it before. Or you've never like... Come on. Yeah, there's a. I think she was called herself for Alpha being cook because, you know, I post I posted that thing on Instagram where like light laughers or whatever. So now I think like people 
think they have to laugh too loud for me like i'm like a, a like a make a wish kind of kid and i'm mm-hmm. like they're like we laugh so loud that i think it was like annoying people how loud we were laughing i was like no they yeah. laugh. it's like i don't i get it that you're being very nice but like i don't need the charity laugh of like i gave it extra for you pal yes like, <laughs> like patting me on the top of the head like yes. i did it for you little pal boy and it's like yeah that was just very one night nice. you had l- yeah. l- soft laughers you yeah soft yeah. laugh yeah, um, I always want but, people to laugh exactly the amount they want to. That's why I blur yes. my eyes because when you look at people, <laughs> they just they it's a it's a tactic to get them to laugh harder. When oh, yeah. you have the lights up, I want I have the I try to have the lights down. I try to never go out in the audience because I never want to put pressure on people to have a better time than they are really. I want people to have an authentic experience where they don't feel pressured to do anything they don't want to do. And there's something so great about eliciting laughs from people that could ha- could easily not laugh you know like there's something oh, so yeah. special when you know in, when you're in a setting like that there are so many factors that play into why or, you laugh or why you don't laugh like you know in comedy clubs everyone's bunched up as close as possible to the front because laughter is contagious and it will it will make you laugh if people are laughing and having a good time we've talked about some of the tricks laughing at your own jokes, having little like cues, uh, like slapping your knee with a microphone like Chappelle does. Like there's little things that can make the audience like, you know, lacing your material with the word fuck. Like doing, there's certain tricks and there's also tricks that I'm employing throughout my set that, uh, you know, are just the ways that comedians learn how to talk in a way that's funnier than not talk. Like I've learned it's funnier for me to go like, because old glazed dog needs a da-da-da. Instead of saying, because I need to hear compliments. For me to say, for me to button up a joke about compliments that has no punchline, and I just finish it with like, because you know what? Old glazed dog needs a compliment. That is funnier than me saying, because I need a compliment. You know, there's tricks like that, but then there's really deliberate ones that are just gross. Um But I always am very touched when people have been watching, say they watch something online or like on tv and they're like you had me like laughing alone in my apartment because there's no pressure on you to do yeah. that do you ever laugh alone like um, when you're watching something was the last time you really like laughed at something by yourself this is like one of those top one bottom one moments where i have no idea right but, um, last season of curb your enthusiasm when i was binging oh, it okay yeah you that's a good one it. i mean you know that <laughs> is so- the- the Woody Harrelson episode, I laughed very hard. Oh, oh my God. Um, About him that, going out to the farm and like yeah. the cow and stuff. Yeah. I laughed so hard at Molly Shannon's book. Andrew caught me on the plane laughing nice. to myself <laughs> because I couldn't help it. I read that book in two days. I am bragging. I fucking sped through it. It's a, it's a big book and I read it all. It is so good. <laughs> it's called Hello, Molly. I really recommend it for a Mother's Day gift because it's all about her losing her mom at a young age and how her dad ended up being like her mother and how that relationship was kind of fucked up. But it would be a really good gift for mothers, I think, even though it's a tragic loss of a mom at the age of like six she was because it's about in the, you know, it's about her living her life to make her mom proud, even though her mom was never there. So it's a beautiful, and it's a beautiful gift to give a woman. Cause it's a really triumphant story about a woman who kind of a self-made comedian, like superstar, su- superstar success. Like it's so beautiful, but I was laughing 
the book makes made me cry within 10 pages like so so crying it's really sad what happened to her and her family you should read it to, to find out it's called hello molly um but i was laughing so hard at one part andrew looked over me, at me on the plane and i wasn't trying to be like i'm laughing at a book i'm smart I was just laughing because she was describing <laughs> the sketches. It was her the SNL chapters, and she was describing some of the segments that I had never even seen, like or I couldn't remember. I didn't remember Sally O'Malley, who is this woman that was based off of. Her friend went to go like sign up for Equinox or something, and her friend said that this woman was showing around, and she was like, "Listen, I'm 50, and I can I can kick." And I can split. I'm 50. This is the way a woman who's 50. And so she created this character who's like, and I can kick and I can stretch and I'm 50. And so I was laughing so hard. Then I looked up all these sketches and I'm dying because it's, there were so many, it's so funny to read about sketches, ones that you remember, also ones I was desperate to, I could only find transcripts of because she was like, you know, there's this one sketch where we were working at a Friday's and the way Will Ferrell said, welcome to Friday's made me laugh so hard or like the way he said, I'm Gerald, uh, you know, uh, Cunningham the third, welcome to TGI Friday's. She was like, I cracked up, I broke. And so I'm looking for TGI Friday's, Will Ferrell, Molly Shannon, I can't find it. So I just find the transcript, but it's, um, it's really, I I really went through a depression after reading that book because I lost my friend Molly who was talking to me for two days like straight. It's it's a real thing that happens to me with books that are really, really good. And that one I like suffered for a couple days afterwards of being like, I wish I could talk to my friend. And she is my friend. She gave, you know, she reached out to me on DM, but I don't want to bother her. But I fucking love that book so much. Um, and I want to talk to you when we get back from break next week, a week from tomorrow, I am, it's Nikki Glazer Day in St. Louis, and I'm doing something very special, and we're going to talk about it when we get back. Andrew! Hey, hi, everyone. <laughs> Come on down, 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 down. Come on down, down, brown cow, down, down. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, all nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. 
it's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We're back. Um, <laughs> this weekend, we're going to be in New Orleans Friday or Thursday night. One of the either Fort Lauderdale or Jacksonville Friday night. Um, <laughs> either Fort Lauderdale or Jacksonville Saturday night. And then Fort Sunday Lauderdale night, Friday, I'll Jacksonville Saturday. Okay. Uh, 21st Friday. Yeah. Okay. 22nd is Fort Lauderdale. I think that's Friday. Friday. Uh, and then Jacksonville, Jacksonville on Saturday. Okay. And Nashville on the 24th. Now, Andrew, is are we going to have any um, family coming out to these shows? Is Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, and Nashville close to where you came from in Port St. Lucie? You know, my boy in Nashville, Jake Owen, plus one. Jake Owen's coming. Oh, he's Jake Owen's coming out. He's bringing the whole honky tonk with him. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna ask Jake Owen about something that I've been bothering you about before. Oh shit. You know, yeah, you got I, I did a deep dive, as I do, about Taylor Swift and who she's dated and who different songs are about. And I did read that she wrote one song <laughs> about Jake Owen. I believe, I forget, will, will you look up, Noah, which song that is? I don't know why I'm talking like Dr. Phil. I am doing his podcast <laughs> later today. Um, I will be on Dr. Phil's podcast. I will be on uh, Ask Chelsea. That podcast is coming up soon. Whitney Cummings, I, that podcast is up already. The one that we talk about family constellations. Oh, so that good. I have like 45 minutes left. Oh my God. So you have one tenth of it left? <laughs> it's the it's longest podcast in history. It's so long. It's great though. It's so, oh, I'm so glad it's great. Whitney and I both, we have this thing that after a podcast, we've done, I've done our podcast now four or five times. After a podcast, we always walk out and we go, that was be- that was like not good, right? And I go, listen, <laughs> I, it doesn't even matter. Like you don't have to put it up. She goes, I just was like not present. I just got some bad family news, which she talks about on the show. So I'm not divulging anything that she didn't divulge. 
And she's like, and I go, you don't have to put it up. Like, I just want to hang out with you. I don't care if you, like, we can just trash it. Like, that. sometimes you do a bad podcast. And we're both like, was that bad? And then Emily, her producer, is like, no, it was good. And we're like, no, that, and I go, Whitney, I just realized we have this conversation in your immaculate, beautiful marble foyer every single time that we think this is shit. And then we... And then you always find out it's like one of the best podcasts that your fans love. And then she sends she sends her podcast, I think, to her cousin, like her uh, niece to listen to, to like test them. And her niece wrote back, like she sent it to me. She's like, I think it's good to go because her niece was like, this is the best podcast. So you have great just, chemistry. I you think, yeah, we, we really do. We're both really chatty ladies. It's amazing that anyone gets a word in. But um, she, oh, she... I'm I'm a little gay for her. I got to be honest. She is so beautiful. And I said at the beginning of the podcast, I thought I was like, I was having fantasies of making out with you today. I've, it's really bizarre. And I say that it's totally someone who's in a happy relationship. I just think she's so beautiful. And I'm so, I feel so loved by her. It's really weird. Like I feel like, I don't know why I'd want to make out with someone who I feel maternal towards or that she feels maternal towards me. But then she hooked me up with all the Taylor Swift stuff. Anyway, the it's interesting to- Sparks Fly. Sparks fly. Okay. Yes. Okay, so what's the song about? Let's go through okay, the song. Yeah. And let's maybe... let's listen to the lyrics, or let's hear. Let's talk about the lyrics. You want me you to read the lyrics? Start, yeah. Well, you just start us okay. off. I'll be able to pick up. So I just don't song, forget how it opens. The way you move is like a full-on rainstorm, and I'm the a house of cards. The way you move is like a full-on rainstorm, and I'm a house of cards. I think it's the it's that's you're, off key, but yeah. You're the kind of reckless that should send me running, but I. You're the kind of reckless that could send me running, but. I kind of know that I won't go far. I kind of know I, I won't go far. Should I call Jake right now and see? No, no, no. It's too Why? much. He because honestly, it's too much he, on the spot. Uh, he's been asked about this before, oh, and he chooses. Oh, okay. This is going to be a conversation I have with him offline oh, that he feels okay. safe that I won't talk about it. Even though hint, besties hint. will, yeah. I'll, I'll fashion egg it so he won't be implied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Jo- okay, John what's the Owen. chorus? Okay, uh, drop everything now. Meet me in the drop pouring rain. Drop everything now. Meet me in the pouring rain. rain. Kiss me on the sidewalk. Take away the pain. Because I've seen sparks fly. fly. Whenever you walk by, hit me with those green Whenever eyes, smell. baby, and the light's so bright. It'll something that'll eyes. haunt you when you're not around Cause I see sparks fly whenever you smile Is that right? Yep. Yes. Does yes, he have green sense. eyes? He does. Yes, green eyes is in there. You're gonna write a song about a honky tonk You're friends with a guy named Andrew from high school or college I don't remember which High school? He's gonna do a podcast with school. Nikki yeah. Glazer And she's gonna sing the song off key down That's how it goes, I to think. the honky tonk, we're going down, down <laughs> to the honky. T- okay, so Nikki Glaser Day in St. Louis is coming up this next Thursday. There's a Cardinals game. the The mayor's assistant, mayor can't make it, but the mayor's assistant is going to grant me a star somewhere, and I'm going to get a fucking food item named after me. I'm going to be the. I'm going to get the key to Ballpark Village, which is like this whole area near the stadium that is where people fans, Cardinals fans, go. I'm going to get the key to it. I don't know what I'm going to do with that key. 
I just want to go in janitor's closets and stuff. I'm like, I'm like a janitor for the day. Like, I got access to anything. Yeah, what does this not key real get key. you? What is it? But like, what does it get you into? Like, what is the I key don't know. To the like the different garages and like I Can just feel like I can go around and do maintenance all day. What's the <laughs> date? No, it's just the ballpark village. Key to the ball, not to the city. To Ballpark Village. Oh, just Ballpark Village. You got to stay yeah, in Ballpark Village. Yeah, which is the best part of the city. It's a great little uh, place. You know, Cardinals fans are huge. Like this, you know, we're the we're some of the best fans maybe ever. And so it's just, it means a lot. And they're doing this whole day called Nikki Glaser Day at the stadium. They wanted to do like my face on like these little cardboard things. So everyone in the audience could like have my face on theirs. But I just oh. thought that would maybe be too much. And I just felt like, ugh, I don't, some people are gonna be like, who's Nikki Glaser? Fuck this bitch. Like we love John Hamm. We don't want, th- I just, so yeah. I'm throwing out the first pitch. Which the cardboard, I mean, both are you going to practice? Look great. <laughs> and and I, what day okay. is Nikki Glaser Day for Thursday, the twenty eighth? So I I help. I know Chris helped you throw. We help. I helped you in the green yes. room. So this I, you is already what have great form. Yeah. So I and I appreciate. Like I got validated from two men that I really trust when it comes to form and sports. <laughs> form sports. These guys are both NBAs, natural born athletes. That's what I call NBAs. Um, and so I'm throwing out the first pitch. I asked them if I could sing the national anthem, which given my rendition of Sparks Fly today, I don't see why they wouldn't want to do that. But they said they just ignored that and they kept saying first pitch. And so I was like, can I just go out with the Cardinals girls in short shorts and like stand on the dugout and like do the little slingshot for like T-shirts and like, you know, just do a dance with Fred Bird? Please, not the first pitch. I don't want to. You guys don't understand. I don't like. You do understand. You know me. I don't like balls. I'm like that girl in Clueless. Um, my surgeon said I shouldn't have balls flying at my face. Well, there, there goes, goes your, your social, social life. life. So <laughs> I do not. I don't like catching balls. I don't like throwing them. I always feel like I'm just such like I'm a joke. Like people are just like, oh, my God, she threw that like a girl, you know, even though that's like a compliment because I love being a girl. Da, 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 da. So. The only person I'm really okay being vulnerable about my lack of athletic prowess in front of it when it comes to someone I really respect athletically is Chris. I do not invite Andrew into this because I just am until the other until I got validation from Chris that I had good form, I would not have ever shown it to Andrew because I just don't know why Chris I know will love me no matter what. I know Andrew will too, but I just feel like Andrew will laugh at me. Whereas Chris won't laugh at me, he'll just like help me. <laughs> but I feel like Andrew will be right. helping me through giggles of how bad I am. am I, I think wrong? I proved myself. I think I proved myself that I didn't giggle in your face. But I went in the but bathroom. But I was good. Like, that bitch That's why you didn't giggle. Why well, lie? So the other night, Chris came over <laughs> and he had a, he has a little ball that he keeps here that he rolls out on like his shoulder and stuff. Roll out, and he and I started throwing it, and he just taught me. He just was like, just throw it. He was like, okay, well, that was straight. But Wait, I have a question. Room. Yes. Did he stand behind you and like put his hands on your hands and bring no, out like the ball? Oh my technique. God, that movie Fever yeah. Pitch. It would have been so hot. No, he didn't do that. Andrew did though. And I go, why are we doing? No, uh, <laughs> no, no one did that for me. They just, Chris taught me a thing where I step back with my left foot. I rotate mm-hmm. my right foot my right foot to out i raise up my left foot it's like you know just to do a little funny thing beforehand that looks like i'm like you know just a little performative thing and then wind up and throw and then i you should so, spit on the ball yeah that's what i that's and what then chris rub said it to in. do 
Are yeah. you gonna look I just back don't and wanna... forth? Oh yeah, I'm, I want to do like a cartwheel or like a back back bend or like I don't know. I saw Simone Biles too, but it's like why would I try to do anything Simone Biles does? <laughs> you know what um, you should do, honestly. Huh. I think when you get up there, face towards second base, and then go, oh fuck. <laughs> like just a quick like you're facing the wrong way and you catch your. It's, like, it's almost oh. too obvious that it's I know, like, but it's that's so why wrong. It would be, be funnier to do something that's like, l- like a very like uh, an earnestly like something I would get wrong. That I would never get wrong. You know what I'm saying? I know you're saying it's like so exaggerated that it's funny, but that's my point. Yeah, like is that it's just so like, abs- like if it was like a little bit too long. That you were just facing be, second. What if I was like licking my fingers and like you know doing the thing under my eye? Like, is there any kind of like funny? Anyway. Oh, you could pretend to have like uh, Vaseline all over. Like, like a lot of pitchers will hide like Vaseline and like they're like go. Uh, oh, use your tit sweat. Use your tit sweat. No, I don't want to be filthy because St. Louis already is kind of like. Ugh, are we letting this fucking whore on our? Okay. Well, you know, Christian baseball field. So. <laughs> It, so then Andrew and I threw around Matt Pond's sock last in um, Dallas. We were throwing around COVID and um, we, and Andrew said it was good. He was impressed. But I mean, it was a sock. I mean, what are we, we going to do? And he gave me some tips that were Isn't really good, harder? which was like, because the sock up. is lighter than a ball. Isn't yeah. It but it, it was easier to like really try to throw it as hard as possible. Whereas if I was indoors trying to, I just, there's a part of me that's so scared of breaking things that I just never will throw it as hard as I can unless it's something that I know won't hurt anyone. Um, and he taught me to like loosen up my arm because I was kind of like all bunched up and like, Ugh. and then yesterday Chris picked me up and brought me, uh, we got we went and played catch in Forest Park and we played catch for like an hour and I'm so good. <laughs> I hate to brag, but I'm really good. And we were doing it from 60 and a half feet away, which is like, yeah. is not going to be the distance that I'm going to have to do it because that's the distance between the, um, you know, the pitcher's mound and home plate. But I, they're going to come in for me a little bit further. And I think Chris was like, him, I think you tell him to stay. I think you do 60. I think it would yeah, be bad. I mean, I'm going to, ch- I think it'd be funny if I just go, nope, go back. Yeah. And yeah, then I go totally back, fuck get it up. Down. I Did will you say see- that. Yeah. Did you see the video of um, the cent? baseball that hit the, uh, I think, the pitcher's butt? Yes. Did you see that video? It was so hot. <laughs> it like yeah, ricocheted. He was like J-Lo. It was like so hot. Yeah, it was like a ball, juicy ass. That ball was crying. And that he kind of like, so yeah, yeah, the ball uh, the split in half. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> Noah has it right here. Look, oh. I like how he gives it a little boom. And he, he like just was never able to get that hand out in front. Doc, start here Here's for again. the race. I want to do that. Bang. To the pitcher. Oh. He just was never able to get That is like a luscious ass. <laughs> That's an insane ass. There's girls that would go to baseball games at Tulane just to see that ass. Those pants really accentuate the ass. Women don't go to I'm t- yes, they do. bobbies. No, they You're don't. Wrong. You're they so really wrong. They really don't. You're they don't so go wrong. for it. It's just an added perk. No, they go because they have think they might have a chance of fucking those guys, but they don't go just to ogle. I'm telling you, they were ogling. I had friends that ogled. There were a lot okay. of baseball groupies that loved the tight pants with the ass. But they, they go, also oh think God. they have a chance of fucking those guys. That's why of they course. go. The, if of they, course. Well, that's mainly well, what Why it is that it's two not, different things? Why is that because two different if, things? The, if the chance to fuck them was out of the equation, then it wouldn't happen. Like if they were just ogling, like if they could go watch it on a screen where it was just close-ups of their asses, they probably wouldn't watch it from home. Do you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but I don't. I don't think they stand alone. I think 
ogling. No, I've I've ogled before. I get it, but I would not. <laughs> you just would like go look watch up porn. if you Google Google uh, Halle Berry looking at Kobe Bryant at the. Oh yeah, game. but that's because she has a chance with Kobe Bryant. For sure, but she was also ogling. She did. She ogled um, hard. So. <laughs> Anyway, I so will say that ball. now I feel. How did it feel? How did I it feel, feel? I'm really good. We threw for an hour, and I will say that I got I threw to him straight, and it wasn't always 60 feet away. It was usually like more like 40, but I will say that I got I was str- I threw straight 80 percent of the time, maybe 85, and I got it within inches of his mitt 70 percent of the time, like it was. It was undeniably I'm good. And like I have a good arm. Like I, my arm is, is weaker than my aim, but my aim is good. That's all I want to do is re- really throw it straight. So what I know now is that despite, so th- I get to do it one time. You know, I don't get to like, I can warm up a little bit, but it's going to be scary. Like if I, if I get to throw five pitches, then people would be like, wow, she's good. If I fuck yeah. up one time and do the one bad one, because one out of every you know, I would say 10% of the time, it's a fucking bad one. You know, I just like throw it into the ground or whatever. So, but what I know is that my boyfriend, who I really care about him, you know, being proud of his lady, he can be proud of me already and know what I'm, he knows what I'm capable of. I know what I'm capable of and it doesn't matter what happens. Can I say something? Yes. If you throw too far, it will look cooler than coming up short. So if I were you... I would aim high because no one's expecting a girl to be able to throw it like 70 feet. And if you were like, sorry, I'm too fucking strong. No one's going to laugh at that because I just want to throw it dead straight. I'm okay if it goes a little short, but yes, I will aim to throw it. I, cause I can, if I throw it straight on, it won't go Mm -hmm. 60 feet. But if I do it a little pop up style, it'll go the 60 and a half. So I'm going to go for throwing (laughs) it a little bit higher. Yes. Uh, even though it looks a little bit more girly, but I I really am aiming for like wow that was right on his mitt because my aim isn't really good. I will think I mean I don't know what to compare it to. Who knows? Maybe everyone's this good. But um, I felt you know me. I only do things that I feel like oh I'm actually like better than this than most people. And I felt my aim because my dad used to practice with me with frisbee. He said if you hit me on the chest and he'd be sixty feet away, I'll give you fifty dollars. And so we would always he would just stand there with his chest. And I think I won it one time, but we were, I was, you know, I know aim in that sense. Okay, let's get to the news. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. It's Wednesday, folks. You know what that means? It is Wednesday. <laughs> Hope you're having a good time out there. It's the hump day of the week. It's the middle of the week. It's the top of the week. It's coming on back down, but it'll come back up there in the weekend. Who knows? Maybe not. But I hope you're having all the swells out there, and I think Noah's going to take it away. Here we go. Take it down. Just a friendly reminder <laughs> to go to NikkiGlazer.com slash tour for Nikki's tour dates. And you're also Noah. on the Fully Loaded Comedy Festival. You got a couple of dates on those. Yes, and I have also extended, if not on the Fully Loaded Burt tour, but on my tour, if you go alone... And write me going alone in all caps, but in only that message. Don't write something after it because I only see the the last message you send. If you start it with going alone in all caps and you tell me you're going alone to a show, I will give you free meet and greet on me for being brave enough to go alone. And I will bump you up to a VIP meet and greet. So just DM me going alone all caps if you want to go alone to any of the shows that aren't on the Burt tour. 
Um, and that is my gift to you for being brave enough to go alone. Going alone, all caps, give me your full name and what show you're going to. And boom, they'll be at the box office. No other, no other uh, requirements. All right. So the first story, uh, I have to say thanks to Bestie. Uh, she goes by Wit for Brains on Instagram. All right. Several, meaning four, kindergartners uh-huh. <laughs> consumed a pre-mixed tequila drink marked as adult lemonade at snack time in their Michigan school. Oh, good for them. How fucked up you did know, they get? So uh, poison control was called, but so no, up. no student needed medical attention. They were doing the a host- conga line. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this shit's dr- weak. Well, it had 10% <laughs> alcohol, which is kind of a lot. That's a yeah. lot. And That's 20 proof. Uh, Why was it out there like just like labeled like so easily? I bet one of them brought it from home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a student brought it from home. Um, The the spokesperson from the school said it's unfortunate that these types of adult beverages can easily be mistaken for child friendly drinks. Yes. Especially when it says adult on it and you're a little kid and you want to feel adult or you don't even know what the word adult means. And it says lemonade and, you know, things are labeled in such cute ways. You know that... um, Remember the the drink on um, Summer House that that guy sells, Lover Boy. That is yeah. a that's a little girl's like I would be obsessed with that packaging and stuff as a little girl. That's and true. so, or truly, but you know what, yeah. man? As someone who doesn't drink anymore, I get jealous of anyone who accidentally consumes alcohol and just gets to have a little fun buzz. Even kids who have developmental like brains that are still developing, one little drunky episode is not gonna it's just gonna be a good story for the rest of their lives so good we, for i em. never had a white claw have you ever had a white claw no yeah, you should do that just, now i know i guess i could have a white are claw. you done drinking like what's your status right now are you going um, back on the what's, I don't what's know. going I mean, on covid has really like i just want to be healthy right now <laughs> yes yeah. yeah you don't want to do anything that affects your immune system yeah so i don't know i'll probably yeah i'll have a white claw yeah you gotta do the a month. white claw within this I, month i'm gonna have one fucking white claw dude hell yes dude and i'm gonna drink or, it with five ten or a truly <laughs> or a kombucha even a full blast kombucha would be yummy i'm just like living kid, out all my fantasies i love the kid that brings his like dad's heroin he's like oh i, th- I thought it was <laughs> i'm so <laughs> jealous they're like we thought it was the kids kind you inject into your <laughs> asshole <laughs> um, what was your science experiments I, I just I don't know why I just oh my god we I had the funniest top. fucking one ever I, so, I do too should we do this later or? I don't know no, I'm dude, sorry this, is, this is actually appropriate with this I was in chemistry class I did not understand anything about you know chemical re- reactions and we had to do <laughs> we had to pitch a product that was based on a, the, the assignment was you create a product that you're selling almost like shark tank where there's a ke- there's a um, a chemical reaction that happens in the product. All right. So the only chemical reaction I knew of, the easiest one, was baking soda, vinegar, boom, volcano. Right. Boom, kill a that seagull. That we all we yeah. all know. Th- this is tenth grade, <laughs> so like this is volcanoes. That cr- chemical reaction is so like elementary. But I was like, <laughs> I can still use it. It it passes the test of this thing. So I came up with a product. This is honestly so funny. It was I I bought a baby doll. <laughs> the hollow baby oh, doll. Oh God, I know what you did. I, I put baking soda inside the baby doll after I took off its head, put the head back on. I uh, <laughs> made a hole in its mouth and it was a baby doll that 
taught kids about the dangers of drinking alcohol. And then I put vinegar in like a, with like a beer on the bottle. And then I was like, you know, this is a baby doll that you give your children to teach them like alcohol is bad for you and makes you sick. And so I poured, I was like, baby loves beer. And I poured it into the baby starts spewing up everywhere. (laughs) That's awesome. It was a doll that dare teachers could take around to schools to teach kids. And I got a, a, you know, A plus plus because of creativity more so than the chemical reaction that I had to also explain on the whiteboard I think right you know that's a great um, invention I really like that invention thank to learn. you thank you I, I mean, got maybe really the... really creative with I had some great school projects what about you oh I've told you this I mean I was a little less creative with this one I uh I brought in a few different kind of fruits and I had people plug their nose to see if taste if smell affects taste so the idea was they clamp their nose so they can't <laughs> smell. And so I like that. Here's the thing though, I forgot the clamp. So I just blindfolded <laughs> them. <laughs> well, they could plug their nose. <laughs> I guess they could have, but I they, they didn't. So I just blindfolded them and they were like, "Yeah, that's an orange. That's an apple. That's an orange." Yeah, well, uh, they were all 50 for 50. Like it was literally there was no the <gasps> hypothesis is that I'm a fucking moron. And, and the conclusion was, I was right. By <laughs> literally, <laughs> like you would think by like forty eight, like of them going, that's an orange. I would have stopped, but I think I stuck with it to because like I had to be confident about how bad like yes. I fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, like if a, I, yeah, you when like, you fuck by up like sometimes thirty, just... I was like, yeah, I was like by thirty, I was just like, I know this is wrong. It's like There's when Kirsten no and I would see the guy in class lean back in his chair to be kid and then he'd fall over and he'd be like, I loved it. I want to do it again. And you're like, no, <laughs> yeah. you didn't. You fucked up. And now you're like embracing it like it was meant to be. We used to make fun of that guy so much. Oh, uh, dude. Next it news was story. so funny. All right. <sighs> Andrew. Yes, a study finds Ooh. that American men's penises are only the 59th biggest in the world, beaten by Haitians, Australians, and French. Whoa. Wait, Wait, 59th sh- out of countries or 59th percent? What is- country. So 59th. we're number 59. Here's the schlong list. Oh, okay. wow. Wow. Okay. These aren't So Ecuador numbers. is 6.93 inches uh, average. Yep. Wait, we're not seeing, I'm not seeing the whole thing. No, because I, my thing is though? zoomed in. <laughs> yeah. So Ecuador comes in at number one with 6.93 inches. Is it because we're closer oh. to the equator? It goes Ecuador, that? Cameroon, Bolivia, Sudan, Haiti, France. I would France think French would have. Although all like these all these countries, I will say, have um, their foreskin still, which I bet adds 0.3 no, inches. No, this is a wreck. This is a wreck. I know, this but they... St- oh, so their foreskin gets pulled back. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... I mean, I feel like in any country that might be a little smaller where everyone's pretty much similar, so you're going to get similar-sized dicks. America, you have so much diversity, so you could have a three-inch I know, so we get... We, well, do you think about if we true. didn't have so much diversity, it was just all the white men. Well, all little Jewish so guys. So we would be so, a <laughs> lot lower. <laughs> the yeah, average yeah, length We'd of, be number 6,000. The <laughs> average length of an There's American man's penis... countries. Yeah. Yeah. A- according to the study that The Sun posted about... It has to, to be 5.20 or something. 5.35 inches. That can't be right. Can't it, be. It, that's the average uh, in, in the U.S.? Yes. No, that makes sense. 
That's a, that's a decent size. That's that. It's good size. That's a decent size. That's no, half a you don't know penis length. You always like you guys draw it at this comedy cellar, and you no, guys dude, draw. No, dude, I dicks. know what it is. I'm saying I know you think that that's small. But no, it's not. no, but I'm saying, I'm saying what you think 5.3, I get a ruler because I, I, I know honestly what fi- think. I know what six inches is. Six inches is this. Whenever you draw dicks on the, on the. On yeah, the, we were drawing big dicks though, Andrew. We knew that. <laughs> I know your vein, what Your one vein on a dick is, is bigger than I did than a whole dicks. special about how my boyfriend's penis was average and how he should be proud of it. I know what an average penis is. Um, okay, but when you, you draw a penis. And it's definitely above average if it's. <laughs> But okay, how many countries do you think there are? Don't look, guys. Don't look. Because I just world? looked it up because I kind of didn't know. In the world. No, in the universe. If we're, if we're 59 out of No, dicks. in our country. How many countries are no, there? No, I know. I know. I think. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, I'd say there's- uh, A million? Just kidding. 220. Like Jen. 220. <laughs> okay. You know what? Um, I think like in the 300s. It's so funny. I would have guessed like two- 40 i think 220 240 195 okay so but is that we don't know that can i like, find out who's, like who's 195 on dicks oh yeah that's because a good point yeah who has the smallest dicks no is there anyone or who's the um, smallest on the I, list I, yes that was included but i didn't want to disparage anyone so i didn't oh come on it's it. fine what, what, what country d- small dicks are not a bad thing yeah, i love especially small when dicks. it's a whole really country do. they could put them all together i believe uh it was cambodia that came in last Cambodia. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Menu. I don't want to do the whole like Asians have small penises thing. Yeah, it just is so ugh and tired. And also, I don't think true. But if it is, who gives a fuck? What's um, the size? It's like three. My whole special is turning into. I just want to do a whole special about guys with small penises and how they should be proud. There was a lot. I, I posted something on my Instagram yesterday from <coughs> Belessa, the account that said, uh, let me see if it's still up there. One second. You know what they should make? They should make a thing that goes around your penis that like, maybe mean? like, like a I don't know, like pump? a dildo, that, like a peg for your penis, but you don't. They have that. Really? Yeah, like like an extension for the penis yeah. that men can wear. Yeah, they have that. Yeah, they've tried everything. Um, they have everything that? they do. Can you feel the, I wonder if you could feel like Belessa if you're a company. Guy. Belessa Co. on Instagram, I, I, I posted this on my story. I've never gotten so many reactions to something I put on my story than this. It was a tweet from JustKY1018. says, when men learn the vibrator is their teammate and not the competition, society will heal. And I had yeah. so many guys writing to me being like, yes, girl, being like, hey, I, I allow that. Will you date me? And then I had so many girls writing to me, including one who i'm not going to reveal who it was but it's someone um who i think i know personally it's one of those internet friendships that you don't know if you've met personally but um she said uh my boyfriend doesn't believe uh she goes 100 percent. my boyfriend doesn't believe me i said not okay she goes alpha males are insecure lol i said i won't have sex without them meaning alpha males no meaning vibrators she said i bring it out always the weird thing is every other guy that didn't um want to be my boyfriend never had a problem with it lol i said guys need to understand that these toys do not replace them we need them to make these toys work best i would rather have a guy in a vibe over a vibe alone any day she said exactly and it's a compliment we want to share it with them i said they don't make guys obsolete we need them to hold them and she said yeah i get i get off more often when he's not in when he's involved with you know with the toy she goes my hand gets tired holding it 
Um, and then I said, it's so nice to have someone do it. And she said, and they are learning too. I'm all about it. Um, and it just sucks that uh, there are any girls, like this girl's like a cool, fucking mm-hmm. opinionated, funny girl that is dealing with a guy who's insecure about that. It's just like, I think that just sets the stage for a lot of insecurity elsewhere in the relationship. It makes me nervous when they're, when guys have that hang up. But I get it. We just need to dismantle it by telling the truth. Because I think guys just, it'd be like if a guy had a fuck doll and you would take offense to that somehow and maybe we don't understand it fully. I don't know. What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I guess if I was having sex with a fuck doll underneath your ass, would, that would, probably wouldn't be. They're like, Yeah. I don't know. Well, I like oh. to be treated like a fuck doll. <laughs> I know. Noah's but, like, I'm But what if it. the guy, okay, what if, okay, here's a scenario. You're hooking up mm-hmm. with a guy. He can't orgasm. He go. He has to go roll over and have sex with the fuck doll to come in front of you. Hot. I would say I would be fine with that too because I would say it's not me. Well, it's not because what if the he, fuck he doll just, was a brunette? It's no human woman. I, was I would a brunette go. It's, that was no, but <laughs> like look nothing like you. <laughs> well, I'm. I get your joke, but I really do think that I wouldn't care because I would go. This guy has been trained to get off with this fuck doll when I haven't been in his life. Yeah. And I, he, he, it's not just my vagina. It's no girl's vagina. Like this thing, I can never be the same vagina as a fuck doll. I would never feel, I would never feel jealous of a thi- of a, a yeah. piece of machinery. And we're, we're in bed okay, with him. Yeah. We and the yeah. living oh, one I'm that's not in bed saying, with him. I and I could suck cool his dick wh- or yeah. I could like, kiss him while he's fucking the fuck doll. Like there's things that I can bring to the fuck doll situation that alone the fuck doll would not provide for him. Even if it's okay, me, like, if it's muffled in the, in the closet going, <laughs> like, you might like the back. <laughs> what if, what it's, if it's every, every time? time? I don't care. Because, okay. because I understand saying. that men have sexual dysfunction just as women do. Dysfunction meaning we have been trained to get off on our own when we're single with these toys and we have become addicted to porn, addicted to toys, and are... And I've raised the bar for what, how much pressure I need on my vagina and how much stimulation I need. And it's because of toys. And that doesn't mean that I should now have to like, like, you know, it's like salting your food. Like it would be, it's embarrassing. Chefs don't like it when you salt your food, but it's like, well, bitch, I don't have a chef cooking for me all the time. So I've grown accustomed to really salty food and I'm going to salt this fucking dish and you shouldn't take offense to it. It's just, I ketchup on steak. Yeah. You should wean yourself off and attempt to, but it should not be offensive to you that, because he, he would be with the fuck doll if he wanted to be with the fuck doll. If a guy is with you or a girl is with you, they are not, if you think they're with you for a reason other than being with you, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, they just trust them to not be with you if they don't want to be with you. That's just I my think, I think as opinion. a guy, I think I have the joke about, you know, feeling like Woody from Toy Story with all the new dicks showing up. And like, yes, I think, both can be true that like I love like using it and having it as like a, a tag team partner. I really do. Yeah. And at the same point, I ha- I'm a little insecure where it's like, oh, but I can't do it on my own without my tag team partner who might be better than me at what he's doing. But even also, though he's you made know that as a guy that can't come like needed your hand. Like, can't oh, you for just sure. act I'm like it's saying, like that, not, like the same way? Yeah, and I do. And like, I would say right. 80% of me is teamwork all the way. Yeah, 20% you can't of me is still. Feel. Yeah, yeah, yes. still a little insecure. That makes sense. Like, so I think, you know, I think if guys can, you could come at guys, well, come at guys, but in that angle of being like, look, I get it, you could still be insecure, but also like look at it as a team. Yes. Like, it doesn't have to be like, no, you, don't you gotta. You don't have to, yeah. 
Don't be insecure. Yeah. You're a pussy for insecure. No, yeah. address that you're insecure, but you know, realize it's coming from places that maybe you need to work on outside of the bedroom, and it's not that you know. Um, but yeah, not being critical of being it's insecure. Like if you're playing baseball catch. It's like, what are you going to catch with your bare hands, or you need a mitt? Like a mitt? What are you mad at the mitt? Don't be mad yeah. at the mitt. I'm ca- <laughs> I'm catching with my pussy pump. It has like a good hollowed out <laughs> cove that I can that catch it right use in there. At the game. Yeah, that would be hilarious. They'd be like, okay. <laughs> They'd be like, can we make it Jenna Jameson day instead of this whore? Um, okay, we got to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Why Do I Care? Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, we're back. Why do I care? Why do I care? Another story submitted by a couple of besties. Oh my God, you would love to love know this. this. A Swifty scientist names a new millipede species. Millipede! After Taylor Swift. This got sent to me by Ailey, who we talked about yesterday, who was the one that gave Andrew the advice about the COVID medicine. Ailey sent this to me yesterday. I couldn't handle it because it is combining the thing I love most in the world with the thing I love the least. least. Millipedes and centipedes are my number <laughs> one and two. And... um. Uh, house centipedes. Whoa, millipedes oh. are so disgusting. The fact that they Sorry, move slower does buy them something. <laughs> so what is it called? All right. So uh, this new millipede species is Nonaria swiftae, which uh, is um, oh man, I didn't put it. It's she like goes, because the- I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Okay, so in his tweet, he goes, I'm a big fan of her music, so I wanted to show my appreciation by naming this new species from Tennessee after her. A high honor. Well, she is also, you know, from Tennessee now. Uh, She is originally from Pennsylvania, but I love this. I would probably do the same thing. When I was asked what Cardinals jersey number I wanted, I picked 13 because I'm a Swifty, and that's Swifties. That's a number. I almost picked 19 because that used to be my favorite number because 1-9 is Dave Matthews' birthday, but I have let that go. Funky. (laughs) And so it's 13. I would probably do the same thing. I have to say that lately, I don't know how to say this. Uh Uh-oh. My Taylor Swift obsession has been relaxing and i don't know why it's maybe just if i still love her i still consume everything the obsession though is there's just less of a like i don't know what's happening maybe i'm maturing finally i don't know what's going on (laughs) but i don't when i go i don't need to listen to her constantly i don't need to because also we haven't had a lot of new music in a while and also none of her songs i'm happy right now so none of her songs besides i love her are this really is, hitting it for me. This is a typical pattern with obsession, by the way. Like if you took a graph and you have, uh, you know, like how much you're obsessed versus yeah. time, the line always shoots up like straight up. Yeah. So you it, can't you know, maintain, the, I've maintained this obsession for a really long time. And you have a and new I've, singer in your life. And I also have loved are Wilco you ready to this talk much about before, them? Dave Matthews Band. And yeah, Phoebe Bridgers I'm very much into right now. I've talked about it a little bit. It's she's not even close to replacing Taylor at this point. Um, but I just I'm for some reason I've been really into just new music and um bu- music really by people who are inspired by Taylor. Olivia Rodrigo as well. Like these are all kind of disciples cool. of Taylor Swift that have come out of uh what she's made. So and also I'm really into like Girl in Red. I'm into um and King Princess. I'm so into King Princess. I am into Sad Girl Rock, but I am into lesbian Sad Girl Rock more specifically. Girl in Red and King Princess are uh, and Fletcher. I'm I'm into as well. They're all uh, they're all lesbians, and there's just something badass about these girls who are singing about women. (laughs) 
There's you this like one Tegan song that Sarah too. Don't you? Oh, Tegan Sarah, I've I've loved forever. I fucking love them so much. But um, I uh, Girl in Red does this song called, and I had a dream about it last night. Um, it's it's called uh, Girls, and she goes, "They're so pretty, it hurts." I'm not talking about boys. I'm talking about girls. They're so pretty with their buttoned up shirts. Ooh, and it's just all about like, I know I should be into this guy, but are these feelings like she's talking about like I'm supposed to like guys, but I like girls. I love these songs, and it's. I think it's not because I'm like into girls or whatever. People keep writing me being like, are you coming out? Because I made a post on Andrew's post that I said, you know, I appreciate him being a straight friend to a straight a straight man, being a good friend to a straight. And then I put a question mark woman. I do believe I'm fluid and could be into girls. I don't think that I'm mostly gay or anything like that. But um, I don't know if you out there have any recommendations of any other lesbian rock I lo- or like indie <laughs> rock. <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. I fucking love her. She has this song called, I want to be in love, where in the music video, she is hitting on Jennifer Aniston, and it's one of the hottest music videos ever. Um, So check that out. Let's get to our Wednesday game, which is a wild card. We haven't played it for a while. It's time for Finish My Sentence. Finish My Sentence is, uh, I would sound like I was going to say brought to you by, but it is brought to you by Noah's Brain today, because she was like, we should do Finish My Sentence. And (laughs) uh, Andrew and I, will try to complete each other's sentences, what we think we would say for each other. And then we will weigh in on how well we know each other. All right. So what is the sentence, Noah? Today's finish my sentence is, the bad habit I wish I could let go of is... Mm. All right. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. As Andrew. Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Andrew. What's yeah, up, what's up dude? out there? What's up out there, guys? What's up? Uh, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, so <laughs> I sound pretty cool. Man. The bad habit I would like to get rid of is putting it's always off make me nervous. calling my mom. Oh, that's a good and, one. And just like procrastinating on uh, on on calling my mom. It's probably the bad habit that I would like to just have lifted. Did I just like figure yours out for you? <laughs> yeah, that was yours too. No, no. I'm I mean, kidding. honestly, it's my aunt Sally, but yes, I'm projecting. Why is well, it my so mom, hard? Why is it hard? Because you know my mom's sick, and so it's and like, yeah, it's, it's hard just, to hear. Uh, it's hard to be confronted with that, and yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. Also, she's sober for. 12 years now or so and so and you fall off the wagon and you're just a I disappointment to her why, why don't you just down a couple me? fucking white claws and give her a call next maybe that would give you the courage to call her <laughs> i drank too many i forgot uh <laughs> i white clawed that phone what do you think about my prediction <laughs> what do you mean does it ring true for you or is there one that you would no, it more definitely like rings to true. let go i mean of? no it's so funny that it rings so true because i just had you know my birthday my mom called me i didn't call her back you know, I was dealing with COVID and shit, whatever. But, and then she, you know, the thing that parents do is maybe they won't call you for like five weeks and then they'll call you two days in a row and go, well, why didn't you call me back? It's like, mm-hmm. well, this isn't like an ongoing thing. Like, what are we doing here? Like, this is why I don't at times yeah. because now you're going to fe- make me feel bad because I didn't call back yeah. with it. <laughs> and then I play that all up in my head and then I'm like, oh, well, mm. now I'm hold- now I'm waiting too long. Now I can't call because then it's so be many like, times I've done oh, that God, where, so you know what I found though? And maybe this is, this isn't just advice to you because I know you get it, but I've been such a person that 
forgets to write back emails, for, doesn't return calls, and then I wait too long, and then it gets to the point where if I do, I have to address the fact that I mm-hmm. haven't, and so you just ghost that person. I really have found that saying to the person, either in the email that you write back to, I have an email that I have to write today, actually, to a fucking executive at HBO who is someone that could give me a TV show. I haven't written back to her because it was just <laughs> such a big deal. I mean, here's when I wrote to Bill Maher. I'll give you an example. So Bill Maher... I'm not trying to brag, but this is just an example of like, why wouldn't I write back to Bill fucking Marr? And the truth is, because the ones you don't write back to are generally the ones that mean the most. It's not that they mean the least. It means they mean the most. And you can actually say that if it's true for you. So I wrote to him recently. Hold on, let me just pull this up. Um, So he wrote me and then I... Didn't get back to him uh, for six days, which to me is a long time, especially with like I, I just with Bill, like it was, it was, it was something. Were you worried that I about what he would write back if you wrote like because of um, past? No, well, we've had past interactions which haven't gone smoothly on email, but we are so past that. Like he's a good. Fr- I feel I consider yeah. him like I. We sign off like I love you. Like I love Bill Maher. Like he is. Someone, a, a, a dear friend at this point after our trip. I said, Bill, for whatever reason, I always put off writing you back because I still have you on a pedestal. Uh, in parentheses, you're not coming down anytime soon. And then I just keep waiting until I feel like I have time to really make myself sound as cool and as smart as possible. Oh. Then it just gets to the point where it seems like I'm not writing back because I don't care, which honestly might be the coolest look possible. So I guess my system works. Kidding. It's so lame of me. But just like I would never take it personally if you went, oh, he had written me that he had to unfollow me because he had to wipe his Instagram clean. And he was like, hey, I unfollowed you. Don't think, don't read into it. I said, but just like I would never take it personally if you unfollowed me, I hope you don't take my lag in response as anything other than me being in my own head about being friends with someone who I idolize. I said, we can talk about about all of this and more on the podcast. I can't fucking wait to hang out with you again. Thanks for having me. Love you, Nikki. And it just... I guess just being honest about it, like even, you know, my aunt Sally, who I dread every day, I'm going to get a call that she's dead. And then I'll regret not talking to this kooky woman who talks very slow, which is hard for me to talk to someone who talks slow. But she has a fucking she said seizures that make her talk like this. But she's so funny and so cool. And I don't call her. She calls me all the time. And I always let it go to voicemail. I don't even have a voicemail anymore because she can't she she can't even leave me a voice message. And I. I think that the the solution is to, she never gives me shit about it ever, but I think it's just being honest and being like, Sally, I love you so much and I get sad talking to you because I feel like I should call you more and I want you to be happy and it just is, you know, just being honest about the overwhelming part of it. Does that, is that something that you could do to your mom, Andrew, and just be like, I kind of get yeah. scared that you're going to give me shit about not calling you, and that's maybe why I delay even more, and I'm really, you know? Yeah, and I've had that conversation before in mm. the past, and I've been honest about that. I do think also there's something to, like, putting Bill Maher on a pedestal, or if I put, like, you know, I got back to Jake Owen, like, but, like, why am I not getting back to my own mother? It's like, why are we right. putting these celebrities, whatever, and I know they're friends. Ahead. Of, yeah, ahead no. of like people that like really matter to you and partly is because because they you don't love feel you and you vulnerable. know they'll forgive you yeah okay let's get to mine yeah. will you will you do mine i think you all right i mean so i could Andrew. have the same one so my yeah the yeah, sentence so. is the bad habit i wish i could let go of is you have to say i'm Maybe. nikki glazer hi i'm nikki i'm the one that you know fucking throws a baseball and stuff 
whatever. I'm having like <laughs> a whole day. And it's like I have like a key coming at me about like Ballpark <laughs> Village. Whatever. It's not a big deal. My name's going to be on top of a sign on top of a building that no one will ever see. Anyhow. <laughs> Um, no, my, my biggest, um, I would say, wait, what was the word? I'm sorry. Now I forgot the sentence. I was going the bad off. So habit, I oh, wish bad habit. I wish maybe would be maybe being a little too judgmental of, uh, someone's, uh, significant other right when I meet them. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm not, we're not talking about Brenna, by the way. I think people are no. going to think I'm talking about Brenna. Oh, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Um, no, I love that part of me. And I think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> not looking to get rid of that at all. I 100% know when my friends are in a bad relationship. Within and, seconds? No, within minutes. <laughs> I give, I give so. You know, and this is also formulated from watching Instagram stories, you know, collecting data along the way. I, for someone who's been in bad relationships this, before, who's been science? faking it, <laughs> I just swear, I would say that that is not something I'm looking to get rid of. Although I will say being judgmental in general, yes. I think the bad habit I'm looking to get rid of would be, um, uh, what about assuming you know the whole story without knowing the whole story? I think that's um again, like I think that's a something I wouldn't want to get rid of because <laughs> because I do that. It's I'm fun. just saying it's it, it makes me fun. a good comedian because I can go I it's part of my ADD. I know the whole story, which <laughs> I know I, the thing is I will say, I will admit when I'm wrong. So I don't have a problem being wrong and and going the whole way. That skill that I have of taking things too far and seeing and like going so far that I like know the outcome <laughs> years from now, you know, me saying I don't want to get married because I don't want to get divorced and I don't want to go to Target to have to pick out a pencil skirt to wear to court. Like that's, that's a joke that came from me taking things too far and going like, why are you already divorced? You don't want to get engaged because you don't want to go to pick out a pencil skirt to wear to court. That's funny. But so I will say that I, there's something to that though. And I agree with you, which is, um, I want, I would like to be better about just leading with love even in even when i am thinking that someone isn't right for my friend that they're dating just leading with love and knowing that it's not about me i would like to i think so often i get into this thing of like how i'm feeling in a situation let's say my friend starts dating someone and they're not paying me enough attention or they're acting weird around me i have to realize that they're not thinking of me. They're not thinking I'm being weird around Nikki. I am choose. They're just trying to survive in this weird ass relationship they're in, which I I know, but I'm taking it personally. Like it's affect. Most of the time when people are struggling in their own lives, everyone else is affected, but they can't handle these little, you know, peripheral issues. These little fires that you might be one of them. They're not thinking of you because they have a whole fucking smoldering thing to take care of in their own life and they're struggling. They're just trying to keep a, their head above water and they haven't even begun to address the problems of this relationship. So everything else is affected and they'll get to those things when they address this bigger thing. But it's not about you. And I think that my bad habit that I would let to, let to go of is to be less selfish, um, which I'm always trying to do even though 
Nikki Glaser Day is coming up, and uh, this is the Nikki Glaser <laughs> podcast. And welcome home, Nikki Glaser is coming to E. And my tour one night with Nikki Glaser is now. <laughs> Listen, I, I only put my name on everything because it is a. It's not about me being like. You guys know I don't really like myself. I have bad self-esteem. I can't even watch myself. It's about me wanting to make more money. It's a branding thing, and I want to make more money so that I can do more good in the world and lend my money to friends. So it's not selfish, but I will say that in conversation, I can sometimes talk too much. On this podcast, I can talk too much, and I would like to be a better listener. Final yeah, it's thought. Li- it's just funny, though. It's like like branding like that. You know, Tom Brady does it. Trump obviously does it. But it's like, you have to do it. It's not, it's not, it's not. No, I'm making good financial decisions for myself. It's like, what are you supposed to do? If I put my name on, and I didn't want to put my name on everything initially when I wasn't good enough, but it's, it really is about me. If I put my name on things, more people know my name equals more opportunities, equals more money, equals I'm going to survive the apocalypse and I'm going to be able to support my friends and family who don't make as much money. That's really how I look at it. Um, and I really look, and I've said this before, but you know, you watching the E Show, besties out there, which I I just learned there's still 700 million cable subscribers in the country. Maybe it's 200 Jesus. million. Fuck, it's crazy. It's so many more, more than, countries. than yeah. yeah, or yeah, in that many countries. Um, I read this article about the um, why talk shows don't work on streaming services. Um, let me just look up this number. Uh, how many cable subscribers in the U.S.? I didn't know this. See, I thought no one had cable anymore. You know, we're cutting the cord. We're all going streaming. Uh, I there always thought are that you would say, oh, go ahead. 70 million cable subscribers still in the U.S. I th- yesterday I read it was like 200 million. I really did in this. T- I think it's more like 200 million. If to compare that, Apple TV has like, 12 million subscribers so when you're in a streaming service and that's apple tv compared to netflix i'm sure it's they don't release their numbers but john stewart's show got forty thousand views the second week the first week it got like seventy thousand, which is nothing and the second week it got four like it so and YouTube the, views he gets is like a million but still I mean, his i don't know I, i've, t- I've said, said how said great his netflix, fucking show is Netflix just had the lowest streaming numbers in first quarter or something like that. Yeah, I mean, they up their prices and their content. Um, you know, people have a problem with the con. Like, it's just not quality content. I think it's better than ever. I'm loving the ultimatum and Love is Blind was amazing. And also uh, there's an, that Jimmy Seville documentary. I've been like consuming so much. But um, I want to just say that y- people watching Welcome Home, Nikki Glaser, question mark on May 1st. Uh, I'm probably going to be on Fallon May 2nd too. So look out for that is about me. Like I just want people to watch so I can make another season and hang out with Andrew and my boyfriend and my family. It, that really is not like a money. Like when people are like, please watch this thing. It's always about money. I swear to God, I just want to make shows. I just want to hang out with my family. So that's really what you'd be supporting. Are you gearing it up is for the show, Andrew? Too, for like the, yeah, you know, I think about the show and I'm like, you know, I see like uh, what's that show like the the Asian show where it's like bling and everything is so flashy on TV, and I yeah. kind of like that our show. You know, it just yes, we do we go on our gigs and it does seem like kind of cool when we're like, you know, performing and there is that like aspect of it. But other than that, it really is like just such a relatable like we're just regular 
people are not <laughs> trying too hard to look uh, you know like we're just like i know yeah. sometimes i'm like worried that people aren't going to watch because we're not like you know throwing each other down a, a well, second you know, season you're going to be all white clawed up that's going to yeah, bring but, something to it <laughs> um I'll, no I'll, you're right like mom. i had those same worried too because like reality shows are great because of drinking i mean i'm watching the ultimatum and it's like all this shit's happening because these people are getting loaded and doing stuff that they regret i mean so many reality shows, the best moments, flipping tables, throwing wine. It's yeah. all centered around drinking. Summer house, these fights. Without drinking, it wouldn't happen. And so there's not a lot of like, there's just a lot of, for me, I, you know, there was a lot of like painful things that I had to experience and like tough stuff I had to go through during this reality show um, in terms of therapy and talking to my parents about stuff. So there's that, but there's not a lot of drama. It's just fun. I, do think, I, think, I think though you know there's a lot of heart in it and i i really do feel that way like i'm just thinking about like when we're on the dock and we're all talking oh my and, god like, there's just a lot a of family day. and like and i don't know and i think people are going to get stuff out of that and I, I would hope to think that that is still you know the andy griffith show was kind of that you know what i mean yeah. like like i think like people oh, that means need so much that to me where where it's like not yeah yeah okay um, that's whistling that was something. Um, listen, <laughs> but yeah, so I, fucking throw. I think like I think that that can still be needed, and hopefully, it's you don't need to fucking have a flashy bullshit to get to people still. And I, and I yes, and so but also but, the flashy bullshit is so much fun. about we still the show still moves fast. You know, it definitely isn't. Oh yeah, you know, just yeah, us yeah. down by the creek, like just like you know, <laughs> chewing on the straw. Our thumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, the show is manic almost in terms of how, it's tiktok like levels of fast each scene is like 30 seconds long so it's like and the first premiere you guys are gonna love it so much especially besties are just i don't even worry about them liking it everyone's gonna like this show because you can't it's just funny people doing funny stuff and i'm the least funny of everyone i swear to god and um andrew's like no, no one's arguing but i was no, no, no i'm arguing. so ch i was so like got to be in the background and just let everyone around me be funny it was so nice and it just really feels like i can just be proud not of my performance as much as like knowing that this was a good idea and casting this because in in casting meaning just like oh putting you know these people in my life Noah's gonna be on it they filmed us doing our live podcast you guys oh are gonna God, recognize yeah. everyone in this you're gonna know all the stories because we were living this life while yeah. we were doing the podcast and the podcast is gonna be all over it so besties i really need your support and getting the word out and getting people on board the first week they're gonna play the fuck out of this all the time on e every single night they're doing a marathon <laughs> of the first two episodes back to back so people just get which is have the you best seen the thing second ever. episode have you seen no. the second one oh. i want to be surprised i want to watch it on the night of um but I want I would the love for besties to get together and do like a viewing party <laughs> or just like get your friends involved because I, I want this is the new Kardashian spot and it could be the new Kardashians for you to like comment on and like, you know, just it's not going to be the same as Kardashians, obviously, but it's it's just an, an extra layer of behind the scenes of my life that I think is not necessarily the most interesting life, but it is just an honest one. And I hope that you guys all Ooh, like it. And I like that. That was good. You line. know, oh thanks, man. Maybe yeah, that'll that be the good. tagline. That should be like a tagline. That's good. Oh, thanks. All right. Well, we it's gotta go. Thank you so much, one. besties. It's just we'll an be honest back. One. Oh, yeah. That's like a John Prine song Ooh, right there. Oh, okay. Ooh. Thanks for okay. that T-shirt, by the way. Okay, All right, guys.
Uh, yeah, I got a shirt. Uh, let's go. <laughs> we'll be back here tomorrow. Don't worry about that. Next week, I'm going to be in New York. Come see us this weekend. New Orleans, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, Nashville, Sunday. Nashville, Sunday, Nashville, Sunday. You guys, uh, really, I want to sell the Ryman out. So, And also, if you go alone and you write me going alone, all in caps, uh, on my Instagram and give me your full name and what show you're going to, I will grant you uh, a bump up to a free meet and greet ticket, which is usually, a, you know, 50 or so dollars more. Uh, I'll give you that to, to you for free. Uh, I love you guys so much. Don't be care. And Jake Owen. What? Jake Owen. Oh, Jake Owen. Jack Owen. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.